Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. I hope everybody is well and being very cautious. Remember, the mitzvah, Ushmarta Ma'od Lenafsho Seichem. We have a responsibility, the neshama that Hashem has given us, the life that He's given us. We have to be cautious, especially in these very challenging times. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshios, Achrimos Kedoshim. Together we have 79 mitzvos. Even Parshas Kiseitze, which has the most mitzvos of any singular parsha, has 74. Tomorrow we're going to read 79 mitzvos. Now what does that mean? In Parshas Achrimos, there are two positive and 26 restrictions, and in Kedoshim there are 13 positive and 38 restrictions for a total of 15 positive and 64 restrictions, giving us a total of 60, uh, yeah, 15 and 64 is 79 mitzvos. If we have to take a step back, so very quickly, what you have in Parshas Acharimos The first part deals with the specific avoda, service, that was done once a year by the Kohen Gadol on Yom HaKippurim. The second part deals with the bringing of korbanos only in the Beis HaMikdash, Mishkan in the desert, and afterwards in the Beis HaMikdash, Mishkan and Beis HaMikdash. And finally, Acharimos ends with the laws of the moral, sexual, moral code of the Jewish people. Parshas Kedoshim is an incredibly significant, important parsha. The Torah says, Kedoshim to you, you shall be holy. Now one might think that, how do you define holy? What does it mean? Does it mean to become a monk and go into a monastery? Absolutely not. Just the opposite. As we shall see, the Torah is giving us something, and the Torah begins Parshas Kedoshim with Daber Okol Adas Bnei Yisrael. This is not given to the Kohanim, not given to the Levim, not given to the rabbis. It's given to each and every member of the Jewish community, to every farmer. The Torah says to him, You can and will be Kadosh. You're going to be holy, as we're going to see in a few moments. And to every businessman, you will be holy. To every husband, to every wife. The Torah tells us this fantastic obligation slash privilege to be holy. If we have to define Parshas Kedoshim and Acharimos, I would say one word, wow. Now what does that mean? I'm just going to give you one example before we get started and we'll see what's going on in the parsha. Okay, now watch. We are all human. Okay, now let's go slowly and you'll see what I mean by this. We all have our Strong points, and we all have our, that's right, uh, other points, okay? Let's start with something very simple, all right? I don't like the gentleman that lives across the street from me. I don't like him, okay? Uh, Am I allowed not to like him? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm allowed not to like him. What does that mean? 
The Torah says in Parshas Kedoshim, an incredible verse, Losikom Velositor, you're not to take revenge and you're not to bear a grudge. If I don't like him, and there's a reason for it, then I have to sit down and tell him. I have to work it out with him. Now watch. It's pouring rain. And my neighbor across the street didn't know, whatever it is, he's stuck in the pouring rain. And he has no umbrella, and he has no raincoat, and I am passing by in my car. And I almost like feel like stopping and smiling because I'm happy that he's in the rain. Now, there's no question about it that I have not broken any American law, civil law, by not stopping and picking him up. If I don't stop my car, don't tell me you don't want to get the seat next to you wet. And don't tell me, come on, if I don't stop my car, I want to know, did I do anything wrong? Did I violate a Torah law? And I think it's very possible the answer is yes. Because the same verse that says you're not to bear a grudge and you are not to take revenge, the Torah concludes with Now that's a lovely song that the children sing in kindergarten. But how does it affect you and me? It affects you and me if I have a full car and I can't pick them up, I'm really sorry. But if there's room in my car and I don't like the guy, the Torah says, if you have to react with if it's raining and you are walking, would you want someone to stop for you? Unbelievable. This is what it means that the Torah says, what I'm going to tell you now, that the rabbis tell us that the mitzvos are litzarev esabrios. Litzarev means literally to refine. Lizakos. It's a refinement of our character. Unbelievable. A fellow happens to be a good swimmer. Someone yells, help, help. Someone is, God forbid, drowning in a pool. It's hot out, it's cold out. He's not wearing his bathing suit. He keeps on walking. I checked with my lawyer brother-in-law and could the family or the person himself, if he should survive, send that person who can swim, the lifeguard, who's not on duty, could he send him a lawyer's letter? The answer is no. It's considered an omission in secular law. There's no such thing in Judaism. Be proud, pinch yourself. What does it mean to be a Jew? What it means to be a Jew is when the Torah says in Parshas Kedoshim, Lo samod al dam reyecha. This is chapter 19, verse 16. What does it mean? It means that you're a doctor on vacation and you never get a vacation. You take one week on vacation and you're finally sitting down in a hotel and you're having brunch or whatever it is in a hotel and the ta- fellow at the next table, unbelievable, is having chest pains. Come on, it's my one week. That, no, that's right. That's right. Secularly, you have no obligation. Halachically, you are... So but what does that mean? It means the Torah says, I will make you into that, quote-unquote, better person. 
I'm going to share with you a medrash. The medrash is found in Medrash Rabbah in Devarim, chapter Vav, paragraph Gimel, on the Pasuk in the first chapter of Mishlei. And what does it say in Mishlei 1, Pasuk 9? So the Pasuk reads, Kilivyas Chain. Haim Leroshecha. Translated, it means, for they, the mitzvos, are an adornment of grace for your head. Va'anokim secha, And they are, listen carefully, a chain for your neck. What does that mean? Like a chain, one link into the next one says the Medrash so beautifully. Amar of Pinchas Bar Chama Makom Shetelech HaMitzvos Malavos Whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, you wake up in the morning, wash your hands. Don't tell me it makes no difference which hand I wash first, with a cup, without a cup. That's the greatness of Judaism. From the moment that you... Oh, come on. Does it really make a difference which shoe I put on first? Does it really make a difference which shoe I tie first? And the answer is yes. Because you have the opportunity in every, wow, thing that you do to elevate. I'm going to get personal just for one moment. Once upon a time, when I was in the early years of my rabbinate, and smoking was much more acceptable at that time, 50 years ago, so I smoked never a, cha- a pack a day, six, seven cigarettes a day. Looking back, I feel terrible. Of course, my late father was not happy that I smoked even that. But unfortunately, at that time, that didn't get me to stop. My friends, what got me to stop? I can tell you the gentleman's name, but I'm sure he'd rather I don't mention it. There was one college student that came back from his college vacation, and came to visit his, quote, local Orthodox rabbi. And we sat down, and we were, quote, schmoozing, and each of us were puffing on our cigarette. And I said to him at that time, I want you to know, David, I said, there's not a single area of Jewish law that the halacha and Judaism doesn't have something to say. So he looked at me, and I had my cigarette in my hand, and he said, well, how about smoking? So I said, you know what? I remembered that I'd just gotten in the mail a week or two before, but I had not looked at it yet, a Torah journal called Tradition, and there was an article that caught my eye called Smoking and the Halacha by Dr. Rosner. I had not read it. I said, let's take a look at it together. We spent 45 minutes going through that article, and I can tell you with pride, I have never touched a cigarette again in my life. There's not a single, when you're told very clearly that it's not your body. The same way in this week's parsha, I love my mother. I put my tefillin on my left hand. On my right hand, I want to put a tattoo. And I'm going to put a a word across it. And excuse me, in in the heart. What am I going to put? Mother, to remind me every day of the special mother that I had. And what's the answer? The answer is, it's not your body. You can't do it. There's not a single area. Listen to this beautiful medrash. Once again, wherever you're going, you're in business. Well, you can't charge it. Everything that you do, right? 
You got to pay on time. Wherever you go, you build a house, you have to make a makia, a fence around the roof. You have a, a house, you have to put a mezuzah on your door. And you buy clothing, so you can't wear shatnes, this week's parsha. And you go to take a haircut, this week's parsha. You can't um, shave, right, the off your sideburns. Keep on going. You name it, we got it. The rabbis say it so powerfully, the Zohar, les atar ponoimine. There's not a single area which is devoid of him, meaning that there's not a single area of life that we can't elevate, that we can't kedushify. We have a kosher kitchen, and we have a kosher bedroom. That's the end of Pasha's Acharemos, a kosher bedroom. Amazing. One more time. It's almost like I'll say to you, like I said to that young congregant of mine almost 50 years ago, think of it. Can you name a single area of life that halacha and Jewish philosophy and Hadracha doesn't have what to say about. And this is such a powerful concept that you have to pinch yourself and say how proud I am to be a Jew, how privileged I am to be a Jew, that I have the opportunity to sanctify any and every area of my life. I just want to close that we're living in very unique, troublesome times. Troublesome for us, troublesome for God. What does that mean? What do I know how God feels? I can only tell you that the Gemara at the beginning of Brachos tells us that every day Hashem mourns and pines as we do for the base Hamikdash. Think what it is when children come, when grandchildren come and gather around grandparents. Put that into words, into emotions, how happy they feel. Hashem feels and felt and will feel the same way when we are all, when we were in the Beis HaMikdash, when we will be in the Beis HaMikdash, all celebrating Pesach. Please God, Shavuos coming up very soon and Sukkos together. Unbelievable. This is what we're missing and this is what he's missing. I cannot tell you why we are experiencing this shutdown. However, I'm not a prophet. I don't know of any prophet. If we had a prophet, he would say, oh my goodness, you have to improve on this. You have to improve on that. We don't have the prophet to tell us. But I really believe that each and every one of us knows that if we would dig a little bit deeply into ourselves, 
Each one knows what my area is of improvement. And even though you might think that you are, quote, home alone, as we are these days, your actions, quote, unquote, home alone, do and have and will have a positive impact, not only on yourself, but believe me, on our environment as well. So therefore, we should take the opportunity and look at Parshas Acharimos and look at Parshas Kedoshin and then take a good look at ourselves and say, wow, Ashrenu Matov Chalkeinu, how privileged and fortunate we are to have this Livyas Chain, to have this necklace of mitzvos accompanying us at all times. And please God, with each of us, just tightening our belt a little bit better and a little bit more, Emir Hashem will all help make this place and make this world a little bit and hopefully maybe even a lot better. Shabbat Shalom to all.